You've tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. This podcast has been brought to you by Cuts by Candice. Candice Giss is a hairstylist that listens to your needs and will work with you to get the right look for you. With 18 years of experience, Candice is the premier stylist that I trust with my look. And right now, if you mention this ad when you make an appointment from now until the end of February 2019 and give our promo code GEEKOUT, you will get 10% off your hair services. Follow Cuts by Candice on Facebook and Cuts underscore Candice on Instagram and start looking the best you you can. The future comes and now my watch begins. It shall not end until my death. I shall miss no game, withhold no news, report all rumors. I shall wear no jerseys and plead allegiance to no side. I shall live and die on my webpage. I am the word in the darkness. I am the watcher of the TV. I am the megaphone that informs the realms of geek. I pledge my hands and name to the Geek's Watch, for the Geeks and all the Geeks to come. Welcome back for another episode. But we usually do shifts here. I don't know why I said episode. So We watched an episode or two. We did watch a couple episodes. <laughs> and those people were on shifts. They were definitely on shifts. Do you think that it's all shift work on, on, on the Enterprise or on the Discovery? It's some volunteer work. I mean, Michael Burnham's not getting paid at this point. That's true. So. <laughs> Oof! There's no overtime. <laughs> There's no overtime. <laughs> Got him. Uh, so, yeah, another shift on the Geeks Watch. We're here talking about the first season of Star Trek Discovery. And I have with me, as always, John. And Steven now. That's but, me. But guess what? We have a special guest today. Also Steven. Steven too. <laughs> hey, hi. Uh, long time listener, first time caller. Glad to be on the show. How you all doing? Actually, it's Ian. Yeah, I've been here a lot. Hi, guys. It's good to be back. <laughs> it's good to be back. Taking requests, so go ahead and hit the line. That's right. We'll, we'll be on the phones <laughs> yeah. waiting for those calls. Mm-hmm. The phone lines are open, and I am ready to serenade it's, you. It's one eight 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 geek out That switchboard's going crazy. It's on fire. Wow. My God. Monica from somewhere in Washington. You're Hol- not on the air, because no one's calling. <laughs> Hello? Hello? <laughs> And it, that's that's not a fake city. It's somewhere in Washington. Is the actual <laughs> name. That's it's pretty amazing. Clyde uh, and Telluride, Colorado. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's what you can expect for the next hour <laughs> in a plus. Godspeed, everyone. I'm already checking out. <laughs> <laughs> so so since there's gonna be a lot, let's go ahead and get right into the geek news. First thing I want to talk about is <laughs> Lee Winnell. Lee Winnell. Lee Winnell? Lay Winnell. Lay Winnell. Mm-hmm. How do you know it's Lay? Huh? Because I had an ex-girlfriend who very much liked his films. Oh, okay. Yeah. What mm-hmm. else did he have? Huh? He did a bunch of stuff. It was like a Saw and a bunch of things like that. Oh, he did Saw movies. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes sense. Mm. Then, because uh, I, I only know him from Upgrade right now. Mm. But the, the director, writer of Upgrade is going to be the, right, as of right now, the script writer for the remake of Escape from New York. More than likely, he's going to also direct it. I think his the his look that he had in Upgrade will definitely make for a good look in Escape from New York, a remake of that. Has anybody gone and rewatched that? Or it's just Metal Gear the movie. <laughs> I mean, well, me- Metal Gear was this yeah. the game, but I'm saying like it's just Metal Gear the movie, and I'm about it. <laughs> I mean, 
Snake Plissken. Snake Plissken. Snake Plissken. I because in the second one he's Sequoia Plissken. Yeah, he's actually Iroquois. Iroquois. Iroquois Plissken. Okay. I said Sequoia. Cactus. That's a cactus. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, anybody else? Anybody else have opinions I, on this? Did you watch Upgrade? I did. I did not. Did you, John? Did you watch this? I have not watched Upgrade, but I'm a fan of the original, and it's it's a product of its time. You can't remake something like this, even if you try to upgrade all the effects. A, see what I did. There. Upgrade. But it's just 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 give us a Metal Gear movie. Why we're, we're doing that? We get, we're getting that. We are. Yeah, Metal Gear. You guys don't talk the Metal Gear movie. It has Hideo Kojima's actual involvement. It's it's coming from um oh my god Jordan Volk Roberts oh wow yeah I really like Skull this. Island yeah Kong Skull Island was great I thought so they, too. they're doing this that's happening they are far into production I, all right well and I'm gonna put all my eggs in that basket and <laughs> not give a crap about the uh, Snake Plissken remake Get I just hear Snake Plissken make room for Snake Plissken, Snake Plissken. <laughs> <laughs> I want that third nice. I really want that third uh, Escape movie because I Metal Gear look I watched. Escape from New York first because I never had seen Escape from or no I'm sorry I watched Escape from L A first because I never had seen uh, Escape from New York and then I went and watched Escape from New York and I was like I just want that third that third movie Escape from Earth like Escape from Chicago no uh, well I mean they could do that too oh hey there bud I just need Kurt Russell to come back it's a, it's what I'm saying heard you're trying to escape from around here it ain't gonna work there bud. Da bears, da bears, da bears, da bears, da bears, da bears, da bears. Oh, he he left. Okay. I I don't I don't like this idea very much. I the the you said that he did the the script. That was the thing. Yeah, he's writing the script. They they and they already had a script written. Now they they're throwing that out the window, and they're going to be bringing in him to rewrite the script. So his his thing for upgrade was just script or did he do no he wrote and directed as well? it yeah okay well if, if he was just a director if he also directed it maybe but th- i thought the weakest part like we we talked about this before like i thought the weakest part of of upgrade was by far the writing the script. yeah like i i felt so bad i told the story but <laughs> um before the end of the movie i turned to one of my friends in the theater and i was like oh, and i whispered like oh he's gonna be stuck you know like, yeah and then that was literally what happened next. Spoilers. And I, didn't, I didn't feel bad about it because I thought there was going to be more movie after that. Spoilers. And that was it. That was the end. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it wasn't. It was quite predictable, but yeah. so because I've I haven't seen it. It's very um, good. If you would put it on a scale of I don't know, insert amazing movie here as the top of it. <laughs> And, it's, it, no, it, and like Green Lantern as the very bottom. Wow, yeah, Green Lantern's the bottom. The bottom? Always, always the bottom. The bottom. How yeah, dare we, you? We come from this new machine. Yeah, yeah. This is a this new machine. <laughs> that's our zero. Like Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern is is your zero. It's less than one. That, that's Which, a, that's I, would, I would rather watch <laughs> Green Lantern, Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern, than Batman v Superman again. I mean, okay, you have a point, but or Justice League. We have to boil it down to just one entity. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, and that one, it just that one boils down nice, and it just know? boils down to garbage. You could, so, you could render it down to a fine roux. So if I put it for on a sci-fi scale, if I put it between uh, uh, Green Lantern, Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern, and the the first Matrix, oh wow, then, that, that's our ten. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm okay I mean with no, it. that I mean, that's you, uh, it's the perfect movie. Okay, I sure. <clears throat> I would say it's probably about a seven. Movie. I, I'm, I'm just on visual alone. I still give it like, like a six or like it's like somewhere between like a five and a six. Okay, you know, like I wish they had numbers for that, like a five, 
point five or something. Yeah, yeah you can. <laughs> you you can say five point five. It's it's okay. We just made the scale. We can five, put, we can put five point R. It's like what do you just throw in letters for? Which one would you? Five point five B. Oh, Nero's <laughs> Hamada. Um, but no. Um, yeah, I just I. I thought it was really, really, really pretty, and I enjoyed a lot of it. But then when we got to the end of it, it was like that. No, that was that was it. That, that was it. That was it. How okay. does it stack up next to Elysium? Uh, I liked it more than I liked Elysium. Okay, but I, I also did like Elysium. Yeah. Okay, I think I, no, that's, th- th- this that sits right next to Elysium. And okay. I, d- I like Elysium a lot. I like okay. Chappie. I like I don't like Camp a lot. I like District I Nine a lot. Chappie. I like I like the second half of D- District Nine when he's like a bug man. Yeah. I'm trying to be fucking nice to you, man. <laughs> um, Emma pulled you off. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, there was there was a, another thing I was about to bring up, and I can't remember what it is. So, I'm just going to the next story. <laughs> <laughs> Why the Last Man has an official order from FX. Uh, they are going to be making the series. Uh, I know that they they had a, quite a few people cast in this already, so. I'm surprised that it's just now coming down to getting a uh, a full series order. You you want my my theory on this one? Yes. Legion is ending. That's right, and that was the next story. This is this is their next. This is their follow up. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's definitely what it is. I mean, plus Legion being an X Men property, which is going to be a Disney property, and Disney's kind of reining in everything that's <clears throat> that's uh, Marvel Universe, you know, kind of thing. It makes sense that they're going to be ending Legion. I didn't go past season one. That yeah, show's just me freaking neither, too man. much for me. Actually, the, uh, did, are we going to talk about the other news for Legion this week? Yeah, sure. Uh, talk about this one first. Okay. So <laughs> why, the, <laughs> why the last man? Uh, I I just remember it was it had um, Diane Chambers, not Diane Chambers, and not it's Diane Keaton. Lane. Diane Lane. Yeah, she had been. Uh, cast in a role. I just don't remember what role. She's probably uh, Yorick's mom. Okay. She'd probably be like the present. You're yeah, Yorick's yeah, yeah. Mom. That's right. That's who she, they had cast. So I don't know if they had cast Yorick yet, though. They had to have, right? Uh, I haven't heard anything. That's one of the ones I've been looking out for. Because I was like, who's going to play Yorick? Because he's got to <laughs> straddle that fine line of like serious drama and goofy as fuck. <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> I, I was thinking more like Michael Sarah. I would. How dare you? How dare you, sir? (laughs) I understand that you guys are younger, and he's the voice of your generation and all. But Michael, Sarah, really making jokes? Can we stop casting him in things? That'd be great. (laughs) Now I am offended. Uh, have you seen that meme where it talks about how he he just accidentally got in the wrong line and yeah. he's just so awkward? <laughs> they were like he was there for Arrested Development, but he thought he was in line for like bagels. <laughs> and they're like, "Okay, go ahead and do the part." Uh, I'm just here for bagels. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> there you go. So the, the other thing for Legion is that uh, they announced that they're going to have Ex- Charles Xavier. That's right. Yeah, that we have a uh, actor that's going to be playing Charles Xavier and. Um, a young version of his mother that we hadn't seen yet. I don't like that. Like Patrick Stewart's still around and we already have a whole other Charles Xavier. That's a younger one. (laughs) Just bring James McAvoy in. But this is also going to be like 
a, a, a cameo, like a quick cameo. It's that, not. They're not going to be. That's, that's okay. why you can just use a picture of James McAvoy. Just pay for like the rights for a Shutterstock image of him. Just, just your money a cardboard the cutout, guys. A cardboard cutout will do perfect. And it's Legion. They they could make. They could be like, oh, you hear a voice, and it's Patrick Stewart's voice or whatever, and then it's just a cardboard Legion, cutout. I need you. Yeah. <laughs> the X Men need you, Legion. Yeah. Skeletor. <laughs> And it would be great. so many things going on. <laughs> We're not allowed to be on the same show together anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is great. Uh, so yeah, that Legion is is it's going its third season, and it is over after that. But they are saying that that's what they had planned originally. So lies. Yeah, it's what everybody says when they get broken up with. <laughs> I was gonna break up with her. I was gonna cancel that in the third season. <laughs> I don't. I take extreme issue with this. This, this headline. next story, the headline. The it's issue, just the, the headline. The, the, yeah, no, this is a this is a clickbaity ass headline. It really is. It's <laughs> not the truth. Yeah, get out of here, Screen Rant. So the the yes the 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 headline he's referring to comes from Screen Rant. It says Titanfall three canceled for Apex Legends new Titanfall projects released later this year. Uh, okay, what's your biggest thing you take take? Uh, it wasn't canceled. It with? wasn't canceled for that. It, it was, was never made. Postponed. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, like so. Jason Schreier is like the most trustworthy video game mm-hmm. news reporter on the whole planet, uh, from <clears throat> Kotaku, and he's gone. He's gone into this at length at this point. Um, they probably at some point, if you like, Control F Schreier for the last name in there, like they probably source him in this article. That's not what happened there. Uh, EA is already like mixing them around. Uh, Re- Respawn is supposed to be working on a Star Wars game as well. They're they're not. They didn't cancel Titanfall three to do this other project. They did another project in an already successful genre right now, and they put it out. And the cool thing about it is that they didn't take it didn't take like any sort of outside resources or anything because Apex runs on everything that is Titanfall already. Mm-hmm. All their gun sword, like all their gun imaging, everything is just Titanfall. So it's just kind of a well, we have all this stuff we need to get out there. So let's just slap some new like character models on there and call it good. So really, I think it's like Titanfall two and a half. <laughs> that's yeah. what, I mean. That's what I've been hearing a lot of people say, but I haven't I'm got okay a chance with it. to play it myself. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. If you if you want to see some of that video gameplay for that game, uh, you can actually probably catch Ian and several other people that we are close friends with mm-hmm. playing that game on Twitch.tv/tenspd. There you go. That's a, that's a subtle name. That's a little name drop, but also genuinely saying, if you want to check out that video game, it's a very good place for that. Uh, she plays it a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that other video game news that you wanted to talk about? Help me, John. We, w- <laughs> we wanted to bring up that it was just announced that Xbox is going to be integrating itself somehow with the Nintendo Switch. And Android. And Android devices, yes. So those three different platforms are all going to be integrated. To some degree. We don't know exactly what it is yet. Uh, it's uh, something to do with some kind of cloud sharing system mm-hmm. in place. It's not going to mean that you'll be able to play Halo on the Nintendo, at least not yet. Um, but it's, uh, as my understanding is, it's going to combine certain games that are cross-platform. So you essentially have the same account across all three of them. Mm-hmm. So games like Fortnite or whatever, uh, else so, that you can have multiple accounts. Like, 
versions of it you'd basically be playing the same version of the game regardless of what system you're on yeah to track all your metrics your purchases and stuff like that oh of course to track your purchases well i mean well i mean at the end of the day like if you do buy like if i'm playing on pc or something for Fortnite, for example uh, and you buy a skin on on one you can use it on anyone Mm -hmm. i mean that's the way it's been working between because i play on pc and ps4 (laughs) it's the exact same account the only thing it doesn't keep track of the same way is your in-game currency yeah which is a weird one. Yeah, I have two hundred more on PC consistently. Consistently. <laughs> so since uh, I mean, will I be able to play Candy, Candy Crush on all three different systems? Uh, probably. I'm a you might. Forty-year-old woman. I think that uh, I always you knew can, it. You can, <laughs> you can at least play Candy Crush on your phone. I don't think that's going away. They're okay. not going to take it. I'm, I'm glad that Mitch took this time to uh, to open up to us and to really express who they are. <laughs> I'm actually a broom. But um, I, I do think this is a super curious one. Uh, we were talking about it, and they have the the Xbox, well, Microsoft X Cloud streaming service, which is basically Netflix for games. You get the video on your end, and you put the controller input into the internet ether, and it goes off to a server somewhere, somewhere very cold in Alaska, and then you're just piped this high quality video of your gameplay. And so they were testing that, and it, pretty much everyone has their version of this right now. Um, Google's doing one that just plays within Chrome. It's amazing. Um, EA has one that's specifically theirs. Uh, and so I think if they do push for that, the idea of being able to play whatever game on whatever console is definitely a possibility. I mean, mm-hmm. a PlayStation has the PS Now or whatever mm-hmm. it is. That's their subscription service for it. Yeah, that one's not very good. No, it's but, it's I unfortunate. Mean, it's out there. Yeah. Yeah. PlayStation is also the holdout that doesn't want to be part of this cross-platform <laughs> situation. <laughs> Which is hilarious. There's always the one. I'm tired of enjoying the things that are so like walled garden about all their stuff. Stop liking good things. I mean, <laughs> it makes me sad. I just want to be able to. I just want to be able to stream on my Mac using OBS, but they don't like it. I'm gonna say it. Jack, Jack Black's having the same problems. Yeah, can't figure out that Elgato. I can't figure out the Elgato. <laughs> uh, okay, Zootopia. Did you guys watch that? Yes. Yes. I loved it. I probably. I mean, you have a child that would be around that age that should love it. I can take her to the sequel. I think even she didn't want to see it. Really? It was so good. I mean... It was really good. I'm not a big fan of the animated movies, but I thought this one was okay. You know what? She wasn't a big fan of this or of Sing, surprisingly. Oh, I really liked Sing. Yeah, I don't know why. I didn't watch Sing. Maybe those movies are meant for like the adults that are in denial and not for actual kids. Maybe. In denial, you said. I didn't. I didn't see Sing because every time there was an ad for it, my wife was like, "This looks like garbage," and I refuse. And I was like, "Well, it looks like I refuse too." <laughs> I liked the monkey's leather jacket, though. I mean, a leather jacket is a symbol of how badass you are on the outside yeah. as you feel on the inside. <laughs> Universal. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Taryn Edgerton sings Elton John. I don't know. Yeah, dude. What more could you ask for? Exactly. <laughs> and uh, Seth MacFarlane does even more Sinatra covers. That's right. Because he can't get enough of those, right? No. And, and, and uh, Matthew McConaughey is the voice of a koala hey. bear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It was Matthew McConaughey, right? I did not see sing. I, I didn't either. How I dare guess. you people? Oh. I like animated movies, and I stayed away from that one. I liked it. I don't know what's his, wrong. His wife was like, this one looks like garbage. So I said, look, guess, guess I, 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 I like can get her on the too. phone right now if you want to talk to her about <laughs> no, it. No, it's okay. I'll be like, Mitch wants to talk to you. He says you have bad, mu- like, bad mu- movie taste. <laughs> See how that's that's content right there. I feel like that's, uh, that's not going to win for me. <laughs> content. <laughs> well... The actor who played uh, Finnick, Nick Wilde's partner in crime in the movie, 
Um, Deep voice boy. He's played. Uh, it's played by a guy named Lister. I forget what the first name is. But Tiny Lister. No, it's not Tiny. Tommy though. Tommy Lister. Uh, he was on a blog. The blog Mickey. Hat. I don't know. But he said, I can't tell you for sure uh, I'm doing another Zootopia with Disney. We're doing three of them. Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> there were three Madagascars. Uh, we're going to replace that. We're the biggest film that Disney is producing. The last one was $240 million. This one I'm hearing is $300 million. That's what they spent on the budget, not the advertising. But the movie made $2.6 billion. Uh, with merchandising and box office, so, so this guy just got himself replaced in the voice more the than voice likely. Booth. Plus, if if I remember his character from the first one, it, it was it, tiny. It well, exactly. It, but it's like there's no point in having him around anymore no. since the the character that Jason Bateman plays uh, no longer Nick is no longer yeah Nick Wilde is no longer a bad guy. Yeah, so. not at all. Never really felt like he was a bad guy anyway. He was more of just he's, like he's you didn't watch it. Man's. I did. He, he was Aladdin. <laughs> he's yeah. just Aladdin he's oh, a street rat yeah. Yeah. yeah he was just out here he was jaded by the world and he was just conning people because I mean like some people just like to watch the world burn there you go and, and you know a fool and his buddy is often parted right yeah exactly <laughs> so might as like, well be the one to do it <laughs> well so since we're talking about Disney they, Bob Iger had his first quarter uh, stockholders phone call over there at Disney and he's talking to them and apparently you know you get to have the um, uh, press in on those phone calls. Yeah, I didn't. I always wonder how these things. Is it actually a phone call? Is it just him standing around a intercom, like talking to the? Or is it? Is it now gone to like teleconferencing? It, it's a and video. So it's a video yeah. now. Okay, good. Yeah, because I don't they, want them to be stuck in the past. They they, they actually have a contract with Skype. <laughs> like, they just they just use a go, what is it a go to meeting? <laughs> no, they actually um, Disney bought one really big Discord Nitro server. Oh god! So if you're a Disney stock show, it's like stockholder, you get a Discord Nitro oh, access. Nice. That's, that's money right there. Yeah, there you go, five ninety nine a month. Oh, <laughs> see, I was hoping everybody just shows up to a boardroom and they have like an auto animatronic from like Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> oh jeez! And then just I would freak out Bob Iger just talks through it like <laughs> with all the motions well I'm one of the that. things that he talked about <laughs> was because uh, someone asked if uh you know how if de- the Deadpool movies or the Marvel movies are gonna how they're gonna be integrated into the rest of the MCU uh Marvel movies the X-Men movies and he's I think the thing that the biggest thing that he said was that the Deadpool movies were gonna stay R-rated mm-hmm. they're, but they're not gonna be a part of the MCU they were never going to be I mean, I don't know. I mean, you could. You I, could do I it real I would, easy with him. I would, the, yeah, exactly. You well, could. De- I mean, and the jokes that you can get of him walking in and seeing Chris Evans saying, "Are you Captain America or Human Torch today?" Or kind of thing, you know. Yeah, I, th- I think you, you just. It's that there's there's different kinds of friendships out there. Mm-hmm. There's the, there's those friends that you have where you'll go to their house, but they can't fucking touch your like your front step. Yeah. If they come inside your house, they're going to break everything. Uh, yeah. Never have them over. Yeah. Fair enough. That's but Deadpool. <laughs> I do want a scene with with Deadpool and Tony Stark, I, I, just out quipping each other. But then that means you also have to get like Peter Quill involved, yeah. <laughs> and then you have to get New Thor, where he was like after Ragnarok, he's now like super quippy. Also, <laughs> is he though? He tries to be. <laughs> Cut him some slack. He doesn't understand English it's as true. well. <laughs> he speaks as Guardian. <laughs> um, I I just I I think. It's a disservice not to have him part of the Avengers at some point. It just at least a cameo, but I understand it. <laughs> I do get it. 
Well, maybe they could just tone him down for like any other crossover he might do. They could definitely yeah. do that. I, I mean, can see that. Which they do in the in the comic books. If he shows up in the in an Avengers comic book, he doesn't do the fourth wall breaking, talking right to the audience as much. Every now and then. Yeah. And they don't play into the like multiple voices. Right. As like as hard if at all if he's showing up in somebody else's. Right. He just swings swords. Yeah, he's just like, I got blades. <laughs> chop, 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 chop. Mm. <laughs> I think that's a quote from the comics. It's, and then Jimmy Jongas. And Jimmy Jongas. And the, a picture of B. Arthur. The entire uh, issue where he only said duct tape. Oh, I don't know that issue. Yeah, no, it was like the first few panels he was killing a guy. You know what's a fun word? Duct tape. <laughs> and then that's all he said for the rest of it. Duct tape, duct tape, duct tape, duct tape. Now, it was, was like, it actually duct or was he just saying um, duck? He was saying it's a brand. You can't say that. Yeah, he <laughs> oh, was, it's true. He was saying ducked the whole time, yeah. and I was like, "All right, I'm still putting this issue down." <laughs> <laughs> so they've had four test screenings of Avengers Endgame at this point. I'm so excited. And how? <laughs> how new, new edits? New edits. But like every time. It, but the thing is, is the Russo brothers still have it at three hours long. Make it longer. But nobody <laughs> has called me to see this. <laughs> and they are like people are like the test screenings have been from what it's the people. The reports are coming out is that people are OK with the three hours. They don't even get up to go to the bathroom is they, one of the things. They yeah, mentioned. that it. They're completely okay with this. so I will suffer kidney failure for this one. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, Disney is wondering, should they put in an intermission or not? No. And I, I think Just the consensus go. is no. But we're also nerds that love watching this shit. You don't talk yeah. about the casual moviegoer. That I'm, I'm thinking about trying, like, hearing that, like, trying to get my wife to go see that. Did you watch the, the last one? She did, and she had a lot of fun with it. Okay. But we just tried to watch Infinity War again. We did, but she was like, holy crap, it's two and a half hours, man. <laughs> See, I, wa- I watched it again, and like, like I'm, I again, I stayed away from superhero movies for ages. Right. I, I, I you did. hated them. I remember. Um, and then I, w- I watched it again after watching it in theaters, and at the end of it, I was like, oh, that went by really fast. <laughs> I thought so. Yeah. But, like, that's how I, I watch it on Netflix, and it's like, God, that's already over. Yeah. And that, I felt kind of the same way, but just with, with that comment from her, it's like, if you... If you don't give me something, then that means she's probably not going to go, which means I'm going to have to find other people to go with. <laughs> if only you had a roommate to take. Oh, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, hey. Well, there's a good chance Chris Hemsworth would be shirtless throughout a lot of it. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. It's not really a selling point for her, but I am here. <laughs> give me all that shirtless, so, man. I mean... If they were to inter- integrate it in intermission, because they did that in um, Grindhouse. Hateful Eight also had it, yeah. Oh, it did. Um, Never saw Hateful Eight. It's not a good movie. That's unfortunate. The, the, this, <laughs> the last third of it is where it actually picks up in, in a over two and a half hour movie. That's, uh, that's harsh. I feel like the, the better Hateful Eight style movie was the one we saw, The Bad Times at the El Royale. Yes. That was the better ensemble movie. Oh, yeah. Not Definitely the Magnificent was. Seven. No, I've never. Movie. <laughs> That's unfortunate. I like you know, that movie. My best, favorite fun fact about the Hateful Eight is that Kurt Russell destroys a real antique Gibson or a Martin guitar. Yeah, because yeah, they didn't dude, switch it. it. God, yeah. there's a guitar in Hateful Eight. Yeah, the one he smashed. The girl, there's a girl playing it, and he walks up and he's like, "That's enough of that." Basically, takes it and just destroys it on a wall, um. and it was one of like what. Two. It was an authentic like 1800s Martin guitar. There's like two or three in the world. Yeah. It and was on loan from like a museum. That's huh. that's Tarantino's fault. 
pretty it, much. It was yeah. supposed to be like a swap out, a swap out. Like, oh he's yeah, like, mm, and then he swaps it for the the one that we can destroy. But I'm just saying, why would you even go that far for a prop? Oh, that's Tarantino. Like, yeah. I I get the I get the we want an authentic man, but like, well, just use the one that you thought looked good enough to get broken. Yeah, yeah. Just fucking use that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why didn't you call cut when Kurt picked up the, the guitar? Just cut, 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 cut. Stop! That's, that's, that's actually a really good point. Why do they keep trusting him with movies? So there's good accidents where like, oh, like that, that oh, scene happens. Oh, the Kill Bill one. The, yeah, when, and the the stuff with the glass with Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, that's right. Uh-huh. I forgot then, about that. Th- those are like, oh, those were really those interesting were good moments. moments. Right. And then like you said, the Kill Bill one where it's like, oh, something went unexpected, but it turns out like Which one was terrible. that in Kill Bill? So when uh, Uma Thurman's driving away in the yellow car, uh-huh. like she, she was driving it and she gets she loses control of it and she slams like side the side of the car into the into I don't know, was it another it's car? A tree. It was a tree. A tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, okay, I remember hearing about that now because Watch the video. It's, yeah, the yeah, video is yeah. yeah. I forgot that that was from Kill Bill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she was supposed to have driven the other way down a road, but last yeah. minute they decided, oh no, let's go this way mm-hmm. instead. Mm-hmm. And she and, and Tarantino's in there with a the camera too, isn't he? Yeah, in the car. Yeah, mm-hmm. he wasn't in the car. They came up after. I thought someone. Well, there was someone they, in the in the car with the, with the camera because they they had a, at one point or another. Um, like he had driven that road. He said, "Oh, like but he was like, Pew, like real quick, uh-huh. like from the other direction, not going the speed that they needed and right. everything." And he had headrests too, so that's a little nice, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so why do we keep trusting him with stuff? Because he made Reservoir Dogs. I mean, he might be he doing the next Star Trek movie, too. So who knows? Oh, man. That. I don't know if that's going to be the next one. That'd be interesting. Well, well if, if they pushed off the other ones that have Chris Pine and everything, that would have to that's be the next true. one. That's true. You're right. I didn't so, think about that. And it would be rated R. And so I'd, be really, be I'd be really interested to see how Sam Jackson shows up. <laughs> Klingon, motherfucker. Do you speak it? <laughs> No, you have to make Patak him the motherfucker. <laughs> He's like the captain of another ship. That's that, purple. Oh yeah, that has purple fucking running <laughs> lights. It's uh, and the cells are purple. It's uh, like it's call, like it's it's tag on it is like B A M F yes five three yeah. something. Something. It would definitely have to be that. It would have to be. And, and plays, you know what? He plays Delphonics on his uh, intercom system. But he says, don't touch my levels now. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm excited for this. I hope that... That's like, a good burger. I'll, I'll, take, <laughs> I'll take an intermission if that means that the movie genuinely gets to be longer. Mm-hmm. If they if they get to add like an extra like 22 minutes. So then if you take into right. account like the, the intermission probably be about what, 10 minutes long? Mm-hmm. So it's already at three hours, 10 minutes, and then another 20 minutes, so three and a half hours altogether. Yeah. Dude, well, I'll watch a four hour movie if yeah. there's an intermission, yeah. Oh, so would I. I. I mean, I'll sit there for fucking six hours. Yeah, you want to watch, I, I watch think, that movie? I think the reason, though, that they're kind of seriously, con- if they're considering at all cutting it down to something closer to two hours, it's the same reason that they would have used for uh, the Justice League because it was a studio mandate that they have it at two hours exactly, so and they can get more showings. So yeah, so you can just squeeze in more screen times with it. And um, but see that that's 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 DC or that's Warner Brothers worrying that people aren't they are they're not going to make their money back. Marvel Disney knows they're gonna make yeah. all their money back. Even if they don't, I don't think they give a shit right now. <laughs> There's like, let's give. Well, I think they need to figure out how to make back the money that they've put into Robert Downey Jr. at this point. 
because that dude makes stupid money per all, movie. All they gotta do, they, they, but that's why they're killing him off in this one. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Spoilers, man. <laughs> yeah, we don't know that for sure. That's yeah. just speculation. That's that just, is just speculation. I hope he doesn't go out in space like that, though. In the trailer, he I don't needs, think. He's, oh no! If, if he's gonna go out, do him right. Of course, he's been a great Iron Man. And also give him someone better to be with than Gwyneth Paltrow. That'd be Ooh. great too. Can we get Hot a take. Phys- can we get a physical <laughs> manifestation of Friday? Ooh. Wait, is, no, you, you play Halo too much. We don't need that. Oh no, no, need he a needs a Cortana. He needs a Cortana girl. <laughs> I'm, I'm down for that. Yeah, he's he's down. Halo that. people I'm agree a, on the Halo thing. I'm, uh, I'm gonna get. Uh, imagine. I'm, I'm gonna get Disney on the phone right now. It's like materialized Friday. So that, I was gonna say that's that's Disney's version. Since give give me Windows Michael, says give me Michael Eisner right now. He's king of bad choices. <laughs> Michael Eisner. Yeah, give me Michael Eisner right now. He's Bob Iger now. No, I know. Oh, he's, okay. bring, bring he's the king of bad. He's the king of bad decisions. Ah, I get what you're so saying. I'm not talking to the current one that's making decent choices. Okay. Exhume his body. And bring him here. Did he die? I don't, know. I don't think so. <laughs> I was gonna feel real bad if he was dead. And I was making that joke. No, no he worked for Disney. They keep the heads. Oh, okay. True, true. I've oh, seen yeah. drama. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so we're all on board for a long Avengers in-game movie. Well, guess what? The current head of programming over at ABC, <laughs> also Disney, also Disney, is she has dreams. At night of rebooting Lost, Ooh, the TV series. You lost me. Yep. Well, uh, I think it's probably the, it. the worst idea that they could do. I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, I loved Lost as well, but... Well, do they want to reboot it or or do a continuation? Nope. She wants to reboot it. Can we get uh, the same cast, though? It <laughs> doesn't even sound crazy for except Lost. For, oh, no, except for not Matt Fox. No, I want Matt Fox. No, he's a terrible person. Is he shitbag? Yep. No. Damn. <laughs> you no. should you should go listen to some um, either read or listen to some uh, interviews with Dominic Monaghan when he talks about him. He's like, no, I don't like to hang out with people that beat women. Oh shit! Oh. Yeah, Ooh. he's wait, not, wait, he's not just is, like a flat earther or anything. He's real then? bad. Huh? Who was this guy? Matt Fox? Yeah. Matt oh, Fox. Matt Fox. Oh, yeah, okay. Matt yeah. Fox. Yeah. I still don't know who that you, is. You, I you may remember him from such films as. <sighs> He was Racer X and Speed Racer. Oh, what? Party of Five. That guy's a shitbag. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, according to Dominic Monaghan. I trust you know, Dominic Monaghan. I, I, be- I believe The Hobbit. Yeah, yeah. yeah dude. Marion Pippen will never lie to me. <laughs> that makes me really sad. And and I think, I feel like uh, Angeline. Lily? Lily. Evangeline Lily. Evangeline. Yeah. yeah, she might be a little too big to be coming back for a TV show. Nah. Josh, so- about- Josh Sawyer, though? Or Josh, whatever his name was that played Sawyer? He definitely can come no, back. Yeah, dude, he, they, they, they'll get him for less now than they did the first time. <laughs> because that, I don't think that alien show on USA is doing that well. Harold Perry New might come back. Yeah, because he's he's his couple of his shows have not. Are you have talking not about done Falling well. Skies? No, it was a different. It's uh, it's called the Falling Containment awesome. or something. I liked Falling Skies. It was great. It was it was basically uh, Walking Dead with aliens, and I was Falling for Sk- it. Falling Skies had uh, Noah Wiley. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it was good. I okay. like that one. Yeah. Uh, I forget what the name of the the show that Sawyer Pathogen. was on. No, it's not Pathogen. <laughs> I don't know. Outbreak. What's the one with dinosaurs? <laughs> it's the one with dinosaurs. Which Land of was the Terranova. Lost. Yeah, I, I liked that. I like Terranova too. Land good. of the Lost <laughs> it was not Land of the Lost. Sleaze tags. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> she has she hasn't talked to um, 
Carlton Cuse or J.J. Abrams about this. It's just a thing that she really, really it's wants. It's never going to happen. I, it's never going to happen. There's nothing. This, no. is, this is the only article that someone will find 10 years from now when they try to Google like, lost <laughs> No, because it, it happened at the Television Critics Association thing that they had. In, in, so she's... It was at a big conference thing where they talked, so... I think that already tells you how likely it is. Okay. It's not going to happen. That's her trying to make it happen. If they tied it to the Cloverfield Paradox... I'm in. Give it to me. I mean, it's J.J. Abrams, so it's all tied to Cloverfield at some point? They're all part of the same elsewhere universe of Bad Robot. (laughs) You're you're making Uh, it sound more attractive to me. Yeah, that's not a... That's not Let's a go discredit. get ourselves a slusho and a Apollo bar. <laughs> See, now this is what they would have to do to make this work for someone like me. Because I liked the first couple of the seasons of Lost, but I felt like it really just lost its way and they just made it up as they went along. If yes. they had a solid three to five season arc, they where did. It, it just went to six seasons. It's well because they had the, the the strike year. Yeah, but it's also because it felt like they didn't really know where to go, and every season they just started over. You know, like it, it was very obvious when they would basically retcon certain things, like the polar bear, and like the whole. I don't understand why everybody has this problem with the polar bear. Aliens. They were doing experiments on the island. They brought Monsters. a polar bear there. It's just the smoke monster. Smoke There's just monsters. a bunch of stuff in okay, here. Okay, the smoke monster. Out. I'll give you that. That that one All is right. so <laughs> far so, out there. That's weird. That should have been a dinosaur. I'll I'll give you the same thing that I've thought about. Steven's going to have words about this, but like a Firefly reboot, mm-hmm. let me write it. I got you. I'll start, every episode will start with somebody looking into the camera and going, hey, I've been on this island for X amount of time. Let me get you caught up. It's for Firefly? No, no it, lost. For lost. It's the same idea. That same, I, same idea, because then for Firefly, we just have Nathan Fillion. Hi, I'm Nathan Fillion. You may recognize me from such shows as Firefly. <laughs> Castle. <laughs> So wait, let me get you. What is up. it about Firefly that you don't like? Is just the whole thing? It's a bad show. It's just it's you're a bad, you said it's issue. A, so you're a bad show. Casting you're okay with? No, Alan what's Tudyk. His, what's, his, what's his name? Is bad. Alan Tudyk is great. Um, which one's uh Jane? Oh, uh, Baldwin. Is that what? Yeah, his last name. Yeah, he his sucks. last name is Baldwin. Jane Adam Cop. Baldwin. Adam Baldwin. Thank you. Yeah, he sucks. Well, in real life, yeah, I a, mean, did you watch Knuckle Dragon? Ass did you watch Chuck? <laughs> he's absolutely, yeah, he's, he was okay on Chuck. He was okay on Chuck, but it, I mean, that's nothing like what most of the Firefly fans are. Yeah. No, 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 he, him, he bad. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, is is he a shipbag? So then, yeah, like actually, wait, wait, no, we sound like internet people. He's canceled. Oh <laughs> no, he he just sucks. Okay, he's just he's just got he's got bad opinions. Yeah. Oh, okay. but, but I mean, he's I can not a bad opinion. Yeah. yeah. Is he a flat earther? No. Yeah, no, I think that's actually one of the things. Is he? Yeah. Is he an anti vaxxer Like the, allegedly. allegedly. No, I, I really don't know. It's yeah. been a little bit since I've had to. So did you watch Con Man? Uh, only slightly. Oh, okay. Well, there's there's a part in Con Man where they're definitely making fun of Adam Baldwin, and and, <laughs> and if you uh, if you watch, you'll see which part it is. Ah, but I just I just don't like Firefly. That's fine. Yeah. I was gonna say if they were to make another show in the Firefly universe, but not with that cast in a different still spaceship, like a different area of the world, would, would that be something you were interested in? Serenity it would, it would depend. I, I didn't like it. God I tried damn it. it. I tried. Sometimes you say um, things that hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> there are other things to say next though? Oh no, sometimes you say amazing, beautiful things, but yeah. sometimes you say things that shake me. <laughs> That's what I'm here for, man. I, <laughs> like, I can't yeah. stand to look at you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, it's entirely possible for them to make a good show in that universe and everything. Okay. But I have yet to see it. <laughs> He's turned his back to you. 
I actually have to look away from you right now. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, talking about bad things, um, Paramount, <laughs> Paramount Pictures, even though like last week they were all set and they were putting out a release date for it, they have just pulled the plug on a uh, sequel to World War Z now. Get out of here, Brad Pitt. <laughs> Yeah, Brad Pitt and David Fincher are just, they're not going to be making the, the What it sounds like is that the reason why Paramount pulled on it is because they couldn't come to an agreement with David Fincher on a uh, budget. Like, he wanted to make a bigger budget movie. And it, the first movie just was not received well. It was not good enough the first time around for him to feel like he can ask for a bigger budget. Yeah. That's not okay. Yeah. Who do you think you are? I mean, he is David Fincher. Yeah, but who do you think you are <laughs> making an awful movie and you want to make a sequel? So you go to your studio and you're like, give me more money. He made Fight Club. He made Fight Club. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll give him that. You want to make Fight Club too? We'll, we'll give you the money yeah, for that. No, Fight Club was good. You want to try to pull a sequel off that? Maybe there's money involved. Please don't make a sequel to that. It doesn't need one. They do. But, it's 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 a comic book. Oh, that's different. Yeah. We're we talking about for Firefly. No. Firefly. <laughs> they, they did do a sequel for Firefly. They did do the sequel, the so continuation did. for Firefly. But, but I'm talking about like as a film. Yeah. If your first one wasn't received well, like I think the, you don't deserve more money for the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> I think the biggest problem with that, and and I I didn't read the book, but I think they 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 strew so far away from the book mm-hmm. and yeah. the format that you. Uh, that that made that book interesting and, and unique. I think that's what they were planning on doing for the second movie. Yeah, well, but they messed up. They didn't. Yeah, they didn't do that for the first movie. You know, ironically, that would work better as a like a mini series or even a the season Animatrix. of a TV show <laughs> or an anthology like the Animatrix. Yeah, yes, that, I, that, that it, it definitely lends itself to an anthology. It's uh yeah. And for those that don't know, just to kind of give a brief synopsis, World War Z was written as a sort of a a report or a a collection of stories about the zombie apocalypse people that survived it from the beginning the middle and then the end yeah it takes place about 10 years after the official end of the of world war z and um so you have a bunch of different stories of what happened what led to it it's a lot of really interesting like geopolitical discussions in it it talks about how the world was changed overall um like i think cuba became like a superpower because of it because they were so isolated that they mm. were basically untouched by the whole plague which is why they they, they it gets changed to north korea in the, in the movie uh well no north korea is part of the books Problem. as well but they're they basically become an isolationist society <laughs> and they all disappear underground and they say that it, because it was so like uh so well defended with like mines and traps and stuff that the whole country is essentially as far as anyone knows completely abandoned they don't know what happened to other people if they survived and are living underground to this day mm-hmm. without any connection to the outside world or if they all died so i mean they were still mentioned in there but just the movie had none of that like the character that brad pitt plays is no one in the books right he just basically kind of but there is no central trots. character in the book the narrator, yeah, the the guy who's documenting everything. He doesn't do any of the super heroic secret service government agent stuff that Compi- Brad Pitt does. He compiles files. Yeah, he's <laughs> literally... He's boring. He's, <laughs> he, he is literally just somebody that's uh, taking down people's stories, and that's it. He had virtually... In fact, nobody ever says anything about what his involvement was during the, the, uh, the crisis. He's essentially like a non-existent observer. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, depending on how old he was, and you said that it takes about 10 years, he could have been a child. He was probably in his teens, probably, yeah. But they, they still never mention what his personal experience was. The whole experience is just him documenting what all these other survivors went through. And I think that they should just animate the audiobook. The audiobook is fantastic. It's got a great cast. It's got like Mark Hamill, Henry Rollins, Alan Alda. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of these people are cast. questionable in real life, but they're <laughs> fantastic voice actors. Uh, Francis Ford, not Francis Ford Coppola. Who's the other guy? Scorsese. Scorsese uh, does a character he on there. He does a character in there? Yeah. yeah. That's weird. It's it's good. Huh. I have it. I'll let you borrow it. That, that sounds great to me. <laughs> I, I like, I like uh, stories that are delivered in that format. There's another book series that I read that ends up with like, like Alien Space Max, which is awesome. That's delivered in the same way. Oh, Evangelion. That, that would be good, too. <laughs> See, if, if you did this as a TV show, for instance, you could always have the, the beginning of the episode starting with the main character arriving to some location, because he does go all over the world, uh, but to interview specific people. And then, you know, sits down, sets his recorder, starts talking to them, and as they talk, it just dissolves into, you know, like a recreation of the story. I'm down. I actually like that. That, I mean, to me, would have been... A, way better than what they did with the actual movie which the zombies weren't even like they were doing like uh yeah, dawn of the horde, dead horde like zombies, 28 days later type zombies and it, they were don't you sell the 28 days later zombies with that thing's name <laughs> the rage monsters like the rage the rage monkeys <laughs> no yeah like these guys acted like like those crazy fire ants from south america yeah like they would build bridges with their own bodies to like it, help it, the others it, yeah and then they get they get over that wall yeah no that's the it's a metaphor <laughs> what <laughs> whoa topical yeah but no the, these were like these were more like romero zombies where they're like they're slow moving you could technically walk right past them it was just more of like the continuous onslaught that they never right. end mm-hmm. the psychological trauma that that caused you that they just kept coming no matter and what i liked the concept of those zombies in the terms of like after a certain point they just become part of the world and you kind of learn how to work around them right until they become an infestation and a problem and then you're like well Damn. Maybe we'll have to thin out some of their numbers. Looks like I gotta take the like. Looks like I gotta take the forty instead of the ten today to work. <laughs> yeah, they even make a uh, comment about that. How even even though it was ten years later, in certain areas where there would be a lot of like frost, you'd have zombies that would have essentially thaw out during the summertime. So you'd have teams that would go out routinely. <laughs> And like if they oh there's a you know whatever crawler whatever they call them and they like you know hack their heads off with the like a makeshift shovel type weapon called the lobo, which was really cool. It was hmm. a short for lobotomizer. Yeah, I, I was really gonna like say yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. That's a that's a fun world building touch. Yeah. Uh, well, for, too bad we're not gonna get any more of that. Actually, yeah. I was gonna say uh, it sounds like from what that is from the description you're saying that actually sounds like uh, Days Gone that PlayStation game that's supposed oh. to come out here. Mm-hmm. But that was also a much better description than anything that the movie that they made out of it delivered on. True. Any way, shape, or form. Any way, shape, or form. Um, Just as a little bit of a check-in on that whole James Cobb, what was that, Adam Baldwin thing? Mm -hmm. Um, His stuff is that he was one of the the original proponents for Gamergate. Oh, yeah. 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 Was he really? Yeah, so he's a poop man. Uh, He's a poop basket. (laughs) (laughs) Heard it here first, folks. Breaking, late-breaking, mid-breaking news. (laughs) You have to separate the art from the artist. I don't know if you can with that, man. <laughs> he just goes around and wears an orange beanie in that show. That's all he does. And he has a song. Yeah, he does have a song. And, but you, 
All right. It is not art. He's the hero jo- of jo- Campton. Jo- Jonesy the cat in Alien was a better actor than he was. Uh, don't bring Jonesy into this. I know I was fair. a proponent fair. for Firefly in this stance, but do not bring Jonesy into this. <laughs> Nickelodeon Studios is teaming up with Netflix to make a couple movies. One's going to be The Loud House, and then the other is going to be a movie based off the cartoon on the channel called Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I did not know they were doing that for The Loud House, too. I only heard for The Rise of the, uh, Rise of the Ninja Turtles. Nope, they're doing an animated feature film for The Loud House. What's and The Loud House? Weird. It's yeah. a, another cartoon. Um, so this one, it's literally like a, the house that just has a bunch of kids, like a ton of kids. I forget if it's Sounds like, like a, a nightmare. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, I, I forget if it's like a... Um, like a what, what is the word I'm looking for? Um, adopt kids that are waiting for adoption. Oh, an orphanage. Foster home. Foster home. Yeah, I, I forget if it's that kind of thing or what it is or if they're all adopted. Um, but yeah, it, it's a that that's the, that's a cartoon right there. Um, it's very good though. Those kids all look related. Those are blood relatives. I was gonna say that doesn't look like <laughs> that's a bunch of little uh, white people. <laughs> They've all got blonde hair. But yeah, no, um, and it's it's a good show. Like I've, I've seen I've seen clips from it. I've got to see like I want to say like two episodes. It's not for me. Okay, but what it's doing, it's doing well. Mm, that well, there you go. Well, they they're making that into an animated movie. But the thing that I know a little bit more about is the 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 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, animated film they're going to make over at Netflix. Um, it is supposed to look in the same style as the show and it's going to have the same creator and writer, but it's not going to be related to the, to the, uh, show in any way. I think it's okay. I'm already not interested. I mean, are you watching the rise of the Ninja Turtles? No, I peaked with the, the 1990 movie and that's when I was like, all right, I, I, I'm good. <laughs> They fought with sausages. So, that's all I needed. <laughs> yeah. So they keep practicing. If they never go back to that far or to that to that point, you're never going to go back to watch it. Basically, yeah. That's, I mean, nostalgia's a bitch, but I mean, it was perfect in, in its own way when it came out, and everything that's come out since then just hasn't risen to that level for me. I'd be down if they did another Ninja Turtles movie, like a live action one, but without all the CGI, and just went back to the suits, because I feel like we have the technology to make those suits so much cooler. Those suits were so Saru. awesome. And like, for Saru what? In, the, in the show today. We can, we can do that. We yeah, but Turtles. I was yeah. going to say, if they can do it, like what we'll talk about later with Discovery, where you can, like the faces actually yeah. move and the lips move and, and stuff, they can emote to and everything. What we, you know, they don't. Uh, like maybe I could see that and even then the suits back in the day were good yeah Yeah. I I like them I like that they look like they put robotics in those mouths to make them move more but they still look like hand puppets and I fucking love it (laughs) and you could see the eyes through the mouth Don't you put that on me. <laughs> I never noticed that. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, man. Good luck. Going. I'm out. Well, I'm out. I mean, it helps that they filmed it very, you know, with a very dark palette. Because, <laughs> yeah, when you turn up the brightness on a 4K screen, you see some flaws. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, on the theater in 1990, when you're like nine years old, Didn't that shit's anything. awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's still awesome. <laughs> I agree. Y'all suck, man. <laughs> hey, it happens. All right. Well, there. that's just what that is. Last story. Uh, Dan Fogler, who plays, I forget his the name of his character in the Fantastic... Jacoby or something like that? No, it's, it's uh, Kowalski. Kowalski in the Fantastic yeah. Beast movies uh, was interviewed, and he said that they are currently working on Fantastic Beast 3, and that the reason it had been recently pushed back in its release date is because it is going to be bigger than the first two movies combined. Now, I personally have not seen the second one. I saw the first one. I thought it was okay. It was awful. 
I thought it was okay. Um, I didn't see the one. But the correct yeah, answer is that it was awful. <laughs> Ian, you saw the second one. I and saw you, the second you, one. You know a Harry Potter super fan. Well, you yeah. know many super. We Harry know Potter a few fans. between the two of us. Um, we saw the second one. I'll say it wasn't the best thing. Okay, but it felt like the bridge movie, where uh, like, if you're yes. gonna have mm-hmm. a couple, you have the first one that again was okay, and it kind of sets you up for this thing, and then the second one is all like. All right, now we got to build up the third one. <laughs> and they do that in a way that I'm more like, meh, about. But I'm excited to see what they do in the third one. Not even because of like it's in the Harry Potter universe or anything like that. Just because I like the cast. See, and my biggest my problem issue. with this cat is, is the cast. Is the, is the Johnny Depp? No, honestly, <laughs> it's, it's Ezra Miller. I, really? I, really? He did a really good job in the first one. He did a good job in the first one. Didn't he die in the first one? That's what yeah. I thought too. Yeah, he was supposed to. Uh, look, man, it's magic. I ain't gotta explain shit. There's a little wispy <laughs> that went away at the end. He was okay. But I hate that. That's, that's, that's them. They're backpedaling. <laughs> we made I, a mistake. I just I don't, the the thing that Dan Fogler said for it, where he's like, it's bigger than the first one and the second one put together. Right. That's what I say when my homework's late too. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm. You have a deadline for something. He's like, no, no, no. I'm doing some really great things. It's going to take a little bit longer. I can yeah. say I just got done with school. Um, for my final project, I couldn't get any of my audio plugins to work that I was supposed to use. So I just emailed my professor and I was like, hey man, I know you told me to do this thing, but I'm going in a completely different direction. You're going to have to trust me on this one. It's going to be great. And then I turned it in and it was garbage. And he was like, I thought you said you were making big things, man. And I was like, gotcha. Mistakes were made, man. Gotcha. In this situation, it would have been more like, hey man, you put trust in me to, to use the budget, but maybe next time you don't. <laughs> <laughs> be like, hey, hey, you know those DC movies? They ain't doing so well, other than Aquaman. Aquaman. <laughs> it's just because he but was shirtless they, and Jason Momoa. Yeah, that's very true. He did Jason Momoa a lot. He did. He, he momoa all over that movie. <laughs> so did a lot of other people. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man, I, 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 I don't felt, feel bad about that. Joke. You know who I felt bad for? I felt bad for Willem Dafoe. He's like he's he had to have been every day. He's like I am in this movie. What am I doing no, here? No, no. He sat there in a chair in Spider Man and just for way too long to give a shit at this point. Fair enough. You're right. Spider Man. Yeah. His yeah. Being Green Goblin was kind of ridiculous, but Green Goblin is kind of ridiculous villain too. He was one step away from Skeletor, which is exactly what you would want if Skeletor was on live action, right? It's true. I would cast I mean, him for it. I would. He was in like Antichrist and stuff where he just. Swinging his dick around. Yeah, Patch of the Crisis is like no, no, Antichrist. Oh, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, Jacob Carlson is the only person out there in the world who's seen that movie. No, I've seen it too. That's <laughs> it's, Lars von Trier. It's crazy. It, it, he swings his dick around. It, like, like actually? Yeah. Yeah. It's his penis. It's, it's all pretty, right. It's yeah. pretty majestic. Yeah. It, it's, it's a fear. It's a fearsome one. <laughs> But is it a prosthetic? Not Passion of the Christ. I meant The Last Temptation of Christ. But I don't know this one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That one was Scorsese as well. Yeah. But no, he didn't show his penis in that one. I would have remembered. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You, you, uh, one doesn't sim- one I mean, and it, 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 It's not just gratuitous. There's an actual plot point about his penis in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, kind of, it's kind of central. The wiener of Satan? Like, <laughs> that, like that, I'm just saying. He it kind of becomes that, yeah. <laughs> he can't nitpick at this point. I believe it's you can't dick pick <sighs> at this point. 
I think everybody tries to find a way to dick pic at some point. Okay, Jeff real Bezos. quick, the new Jeff emoji Bezos. drop with the pinching fingers. It's good. I don't yeah, even. It's it's the okay. small. Pe- it's a small penis. Yeah, that's essentially what it is. They're it's, giving you an answer to the unsolicited dick pic. There you go. And it's what the world's needed. <laughs> Hopefully, I was hoping it wouldn't have to come to this, but this might curtail the epidemic. No, someone, you think so? Someone's gonna think of one response that's something with like a ruler and a plus sign or some shit. I don't fucking know. Ah, true, true, true. And then it'll but be fine. Who knows? <laughs> I'm wishful thinking, but well, you always have to have a banana for scale. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right, redditor. <laughs> I mean, there was the dude on. It was back in the days of when when 4chan was a thing. The guy made the the banana for scale he like made a, a cast of a banana and it was like the permanent banana for scale <laughs> it's set inside of a jar somewhere for all measurement forever no like he, he would room use it temperature yeah it's the room it's gonna be an <laughs> sti room. unit one banana <laughs> exactly. one banana it was great though because he he oh. took you through the whole casting process he was like you take banana you dip the banana you make mold He's for a the crazy banana. russian hacker yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, no more Chinese laundry. <laughs> so, <laughs> underrated movie. Yeah. I, I'm watching Star Trek for the second time with you guys. You are. For Discovery. That's right. <laughs> I'm, we, that's, the, that's the part of the podcast we're at now, folks. We're yeah. now talking about <laughs> we're, Star Trek. We're here Discovery. now. Hi. I just, I'm, I'm just taking a screaming and flailing away from <laughs> dick pic talk. <laughs> <laughs> but why? <laughs> no, I just, I don't that's know. That's what people came for, man. <laughs> Put it in the hashtag. See if you get a better response. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I'm like um for for this episode, well, these two episodes, I don't know if I would have gotten past these if I hadn't been watching them in bulk on like a service that I just had a trial for back in the day. Nice. And so you guys are champions. You guys are similarly forced. Look, by circumstance to to power your way through. I have a morbid curiosity about this show. Like I'm interested. This is the last the last of these two episodes that we watched is the one where I think the show begins to take off. As soon as they showed the stuff where like the the like liquid condenses and right. like comes together and moves off the surface, mm-hmm. you see a black alert for the first time. I was like, oh no, this is cool. Like I actually like this. Mm-hmm. But I de- still- I would definitely say this fourth episode was it, it caught my attention. Like mm-hmm. I'm not sitting there like oh. What are we like? I'll give you this. Watching this show with you guys is the only reason I'm getting. <laughs> Why did we do it twice now? I don't know. <clears throat> As someone who's brand new to the series, uh-huh. um, I'm indifferent. Okay, but the memes are there. <laughs> they are. But let's, let's also give us some uh, background. You're. Your Star Trek background? Do you? Do you uh, my Star Trek background. Um, a few episodes here and there from just about every iteration. Of every it. iteration, just like in passing. Right. Um, I I know the things like shut up, Wesley. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> reference. Yeah, I, I know like make it so, <laughs> and I, I learned how to sleep with space women. Um, <laughs> and that's pretty much where I'm at. I I watched the. That's a lot of next generation. <laughs> I mean, I I watched the. 2009 movie? Yeah. I watched both of them. Oh, I didn't. I never watched the second one. Yeah, I watched the, the, Into Darkness. So. Yeah, I watched that one in Into Darkness. And I was With, like, oh, uh, it's fun. Benadryl cucumber sandwich. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Benedict crumble bread. Bundersnatch <laughs> <laughs> cucumber yeah. patch. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, I got oh, to throw it in. Wait for it. What was it? Cucumber cabbage patch? Is that yeah. it? Close to what he said. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. Listen to Snooch Hopscotch. <laughs> Benicio Cumberbund. There you go. There it is. Welcome to the party. Uh, but yeah, I saw the 2009 one and I was like, I'm down. This could be fun. And then it kind of fell dark after that. And, and it like, went into darkness. <laughs> yeah, see, when it, going into the 2009 one, I had never really sat down and watched any of the shows at any point. Um, I I had seen some of the movies, but that's Same. about it. And then going into 2009, but going to 2009, I felt like I still caught all the references. Like, you know, there's triple references and there's, uh, you know, Scotty being on whatever and Archer and all this other stuff. Like, I, I caught those references. Oh, Enterprise. I did watch Enterprise. Yeah, I was going to say, you watched Enterprise after watching. No, that, no, no. I watched Enterprise there. before okay. uh, I watched uh, the 2009 movie. But, uh, yeah, so I don't have, like, I also didn't have any real attachment to any of the Star Trek stuff. So it was interesting to hear what you had to say while we were watching. I, I, I was trying really hard to keep my memes to myself. I'm sorry if I ruined anything. <laughs> oh, you did not <laughs> ruin anything. We, we basically talked over any time they put up subtitles for the Klingon. Yeah. <laughs> so so like, ah, Klingon. We all learned how to speak it. Let's, let us flex our Klingon muscles, which are numerous and our, our teeth are pointy. Now, does anybody... And that is a big part of these two episodes. They, they went heavy into like just straight-up Klingon conversations where we're sitting there reading the subtitles. Not that I ever really have problems with subtitles. Learned how to read, <laughs> but if you never learned to read, it'd be really difficult. I can understand that you'd either have to learn Klingon at this point or learn to read. I, I pick up languages very quickly. That's good. I'm yeah. glad you now know Klingon. But that's what I was going to ask: is Does anybody know? Is did they change up? Because we obviously see a difference in Klingon between they, what we used to know. Did they, they change up the language? It sounds more like I, I don't know what else to compare more it to. Primal. But to me, it sounds like if they had someone speaking Klingon who naturally only knew like Hebrew before that. It does sound a lot, of, a lot of Hebrew. Yeah. Do you know anything about them changing up the language at all, John? I the haven't looked at thing. anything supplemental to this other than what we watch on screen. And I don't even <laughs> bother looking up anything. But I would I'm assume that they're going I based like off approach. of the, the original Klingon language they invented. I don't see why they changed that. They still use similar words that have uh, yeah. here and there. Yeah. Yeah, but like uh, nothing like jumps out at me like, oh, they said this. I remember when they said that another time. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, I don't see any cross-referencing like that. I don't pay much attention to that part of the internet, but at the same time, I haven't heard the millions of Star Trek fans cry out in all one, in unison about them changing Klingon, you're right. which They're, I feel like they would have. You're absolutely There's right. There's somebody who would have been like, not my Klingon. <laughs> like, and I think Klingon is one of those languages you can learn now from like Duolingo yeah, or something. Mm-hmm. Well, there's, there, there's a couple universities that also mm. teach it as an elective. Yeah, like yeah. UC Irvine, I think, has Klingon, it. Elvish, Dwarvish, there's yeah. a couple others. And uh, Fraser, he delivered a whole little thing. In Klingon at his his kids um, bar mitzvah, and uh, there's your Fraser minute. Yep, <laughs> for this Clark. week <laughs> it was great. This has been your tall salads and scrambled eggs, with Stephen Clark. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> <clears throat> New content. Uh, so um, every Thursday, what, uh, this episode starts or the first, the second, third episode because we watched the third and fourth episodes starts off. Uh, after six months later, after the de- destruction of the Shinzu, I think it's Shenzhen? Shenzhen. Shenzhu. Shenzhu. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, or was it the destruction? Or I mean, they definitely. Well, they w- abandoned ship. They abandoned ship. It was okay. still. It wasn't destroyed because we saw it. It's still there, just kind of adrift. Mm. Did they oh, destroy yeah, it? Like they destroyed it. 
What? <laughs> they they, they revisit, revisit that ship, the part where they have the green lights on them or whatever. Oh, that's okay. on that ship. Oh, oh, oh okay. weren't they like scavenging? Like that's, that's what the Klingons were doing. Mm-hmm. Like that's what they were doing out there, trying to fix their ship. Hi, I just came into the series, and I think I I think I'm involved now. <laughs> 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 that is a valuable input. Um, but yes, yeah, so that's that ship, so it's still there. Okay, but see that that's weird because in the third episode, the ones we're talking about today, they. They go to help out another ship, the Glen. The Glen, yeah. and What's then they names, man. When uh, they get there, the uh, you know the crew is dead, and they they get the fucking bug looking thing. The mitochondria, yeah. tardigrade, the tardigrade, and they they uh, after they abandon that, they destroy it. Why didn't they destroy the Shenzhou? They didn't have the sensitive materials that the that the other thing did. Even so, why would you want to leave that tech out well, there for someone to grab? It's also still in like contested Klingon territory. That's There's true. probably still like several ships around there that we're patrolling. So, and it's in the edge of Federation space. It's probably way too far out to waste any more resources than like the 14 ships they blew up the last time. Yeah, mm. I think they just probably jumped in there, scooped up the pods, got fe- the fuck out. I feel like the I feel like the logical. Starfleet <laughs> would throw in a self-destruct kind of. Uh, Device well, starships on do have that, but it sounds that. like they didn't set it off or didn't manage to start the timer or anything. They just I mean, maybe, it. maybe they needed the captain's clearance for it and then captain's clearance she, blow the fuck out of this ship. I mean, when she, she was the dead, last so. we saw that she, on that dead, ship, Jim. there was big chunks of it missing. So it's uh, actually yeah, their, their warp core might have actually they, they couldn't <laughs> set it to to breach or anything because it. They don't have uh, yeah, ma- science. Like control over it. <laughs> well, I mean, because like, like in all seriousness, like that, that's typically the way that they they destroy the ships is like having the warp core overload, right? Uh, and I mean, if they can't access any of that stuff because the commu- computers are down or this, or we that. can't reroute power through the warp core to <laughs> over and like to overpower the, the shields. The and- yeah, <laughs> yeah. We saw there were lots of chunks missing of the ship as well, so um, maybe just couldn't reroute the power. Yeah. They couldn't give it all she had, you know. <laughs> she's, she's it already, already gave all the. <laughs> Our servos are fried. <laughs> uh, so then we we have Burnham or Michael or Sonequa Martin Green's character. Um, she Can we is call her Sasha. <laughs> you want to call her Sasha? <laughs> I mean, who who is she? The Sasha? Or what was she? A Sasha? Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. She's oh, Sasha. The Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've I've been very out of the Walking Dead also, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, we have uh. Michael Burnham being transported to a prison. Who's a what's it? Yeah, I don't. Is it going to be a planet or is it going to be a, a, a satellite? I'm guessing it's going to be a planet. They have prison planets like in uh, the undiscovered country, which basically like the entire world is frozen and they live underground. Yeah, I remember that, but that that wasn't Starfleet prison, right? No, that was a Klingon prison. Yeah, that was a Klingon prison. Which brought me to one of my first questions when watching this episode. It's like, I don't remember in the little bit of Star Trek that I've watched that the, you ever see a Starfleet like prison where they have other Starfleet it's big, members. Or, it's a real big deal. Like yeah. the, the only time that they that they put someone like put someone, someone away is for some kind of like um, potential mutiny, like, huge crime. Yeah, like that. Uh, some like some huge thing, like something like government world altering, you know, um, I think that's definitely the case for her. Yeah, yeah. This idealized version of the future, like you don't really have a need for that kind of thing anymore. That's I mean, true. It's only for extreme circumstances. I mean, I think it's 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 also interesting, and we we at least I feel like I made this comment a lot throughout the two episodes is that uh, Michael Burnham is taking a lot of crap for something that 
really she wasn't was her fault. It. Yeah. You killed everybody on that ship. You killed all 8,000 people on those 12 uh, shits. There was 8,131 yeah. on top of that. Exactly. But, like, it's, yeah, it's the, the idea that she sat there and told him, look, you got to fire on these Klingons first because she's had the experience with Klingons. It's mm-hmm. what killed her home planet, killed her parents. And, she, yeah, she's like, I, I need to, you, you need to take these guys out before they call for backup. And that's exactly what they did. And they killed everybody that was there. So she was trying to do what was best for everyone, but they wouldn't let her. She just needed to use her words. Is the, she she's going to jail that for is using true her, not using her she words. didn't use her words which was <laughs> completely was dumb for someone that's raised by vulcans yeah for somebody who's raised by vulcans she definitely has a lot of emotion yeah yeah very much so but so does spock and he's half vulcan <coughs> yeah that's which different I, uh, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> like i th- that's a consistent thing for her i think you see her discover humanity throughout which i think would be heavy-handed while you're writing it you know to <laughs> constantly have that thing in mind right but overall i think that they they achieve it from what i've seen of the show so and far. then but then we also get this thing over and over where she's like she talks about uh captain philippa and how you know she was a mother figure to her <clears> and she spent what 12 years with her or learning was it 12 years i don't remember it was it was it was, it was like seven okay well those numbers keep popping up throughout this because we thought it was 12 families and then it was 24 <laughs> families and seven fam. i don't know either way um seven herbs and spices <laughs> uh wouldn't she have learned some of that humanity while being underneath captain philippa i think that's, that's actually what is happening so after she's gone she's kind of like letting all that stuff in finally. now yeah oh Okay. Yeah, because when we saw her first arrive, she was definitely very Vulcan centric, <laughs> and then when you do the jump cut to the present, you but know, even she's... when she's walking that desert, she's still very Vulcan. It seems like yeah. a very Vulcan thing to do. Well, desert. That's, that's, that's it's true. true. Yeah, he doesn't watch a lot of Star Trek, but the boy's right. It's <laughs> the boy on metal. <laughs> <laughs> Contributing. Trivia. Okay. Uh, I I mean I don't I don't know I just I I think. It is how they're making you, or how the show is manipulating you into feeling for uh, Burnham doesn't work for me. That's fair. I, I agree. So we also got to introduce to the actual crew of the Discovery at this point because we were, I and up to this point, I honestly didn't know that the ship was going to be called Discovery. I just thought that was a cool like uh, subtitle for the show, like Star Trek Discovery. Like we're going exploring things. They're discovering themselves one planet at a time. <laughs> well, that's definitely what they're doing it's now. It's a very introspective TV show. <laughs> it would have been really interesting if this one had been one that broke that naming convention because uh-huh. that is what that is every time. It's the name of the ship. Voyager, D Space Nine, mm-hmm. Enterprise. Yeah. But not Next Generation. There's no Next no. Generation. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> uh, you they, got me there. They need to make that ship. The next, the next generation? generation? Yes. <laughs> it's TNG-1180. Well, any ship that's called the Enterprise gets a free pass and just call it Star Trek. That's it's, it's true. Except for Star Trek Enterprise. Enterprise. <laughs> well, well, that's the continuation because it's a sequel. Like the next or a generation. prequel. <laughs> okay, so that brings up a really good question. Where does this show sit in timeline? So it, We were talking about so that, I under, As I understand it, it takes place before Kirk, after Enterprise. Yes, and in the Kelvin universe. In the Kelvin universe. At least as I thought it was. But John said he Kelvin. read an article. Yes. Well, to go back to that for just a quick second, the the Kelvin timeline split technically shouldn't have happened yet. 
So it, hmm. in reality, this is this should still be the prime universe. And then hmm. when Nemo goes back in time, which would be uh, when but this is the whole Nero. thing that we talked about, where Nero, t- yeah. the ripples go in both directions. Well, we yeah, did talk about that last. last that was week. something I was just bullshitting last time. I have no <laughs> idea that there's any truth to that. But yeah, basically, sounds if, logical. If if we're looking at this from like a Back to the Future timeline kind of explanation, so the the Nero thing hasn't happened yet. So technically, we're still in the the original timeline. When Nero comes back in time, that's when you get the split. And that's when you have a prime, which is. I thought his. Group. I thought his for the first time when he shows up during Kirk's birth. Uh, I thought that was before this point. I don't think so, because Pike is. He's not that old when Kirk pops in, and if he's the captain in the next season. Yeah. Uh, maybe Kirk is but a babe. Because <laughs> yeah, in that in that 2009 movie, he he sh- he the uh, Nero ship pops up in in that one space where George Kirk has to fly the whatever ship that is. I don't know what, which ship that, that was. Was the Kelvin? Was that the Kelvin? Yeah. Okay. And uh, and he has to stay on the ship, and then Kirk doesn't get to have his father around. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they they go back through their time warp, and then they show up later and get captured by Klingons. Right. The the Romulans that Nero was with. They're yeah, well, they they get left there kind of incapacitated because of the ship that crashed into them. Oh, so they stayed there. Yeah, they didn't go anywhere. Oh, I thought they went back through the hole. No, no, no. the The only other hole that appeared was the years later when uh, when Spock came back because oh, he came that's in later. Right. Okay, he barred his own hole. Yeah. <laughs> I hear that's the polite thing to do. <laughs> so, I mean, is it? Are, are, I guess that depends on if this is before Kirk is born or after Kirk is born. I think um, I'm gonna say after at this point. It sounds well, me. based on that, yeah, it sounds like it'd be after Kirk was born. But then there's been no mention whatsoever about the space anomaly that happened in Klingon, whatever. <laughs> what if it's only been four episodes? Yeah, but I figure like if this is the Kelvin timeline, this should be something that they brought up because we already know that uh, George, uh, not George, uh, Michael is George Michael. Like, tell me more. Spock's half sister, right? Or stepsister, yep. stepsister, and That's a good point. No, because we adopted also- sister. What yeah. adopted sister? Yeah, adopted right. sister. But we do see Spock in the next season. Then also. season two, yeah, he's gonna show up in the. Yes, and he looks very gruff. And we already seen yeah, Sarek with a big old beard. Yeah, mm-hmm. he got a big old beard. <coughs> Come right up for something, huh? Either way, if so, if a nasty if, scar. If it is or if it isn't, uh, obviously the the tech in the show is is drastically a lot, different. Drastically different oh, than what you well, see in in. Yeah, the, it's way more advanced. The original series. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even even in like Enterprise, they at least try to kind of like like oh they got they got re- a little time room over retroactively, here retroactively yeah kind of say like well yeah you know this is the technology that we have right now and it looks a little rudimentary mm-hmm. but yeah no they have hollow screens now I mean yeah. they got better shit than they had in Next Gen she they, she, they, she she said like at one time when she's just getting ready in the morning she has a hologram that's a mirror for her. she's like yeah mirror off Ho- just, hollow mirror off it's gone. also she has the ability to point at a screen and go this is a mistake yeah. and it'll yeah. highlight. Something that wasn't even in like directly the area that she was pointing at. It was like a few inches down. Yeah, yeah she's like, and this is a mistake. This is Whoop. where, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, Alexa, highlight the mistake. Uh, Alexa, play Mistake Pasito. <laughs> <laughs> Always Despacito. <laughs> so I mean, all in all, like, um, I do, I do like the the direction that the the start the show starts going in at this point, and I get a, I got a lot more things that made me actually want to continue watching. Uh, I started caring 
a little more about the the Klingon stuff because it's like, oh, now there's finally some actual movement rather than than, than them talking about their like inner political structure. See, and I, I I I still didn't care. Like at the end of the fourth episode when they they've abandoned um the albino um Klingon Jesus. Klingon or Klingon Jesus <laughs> and uh uh. And his now betrothed, his girl, presumably, who, yeah, yeah, like on that that ship. Um, I don't know what it is that uh, I I I don't care. I don't care what they're doing. Like, am I supposed to eventually feel like bad for him? Like, am I, is he going to be the Klingon that eventually will will be the one that um, bring, balance bring balance to the force? No, that will be the one that like helps bring in Klingons to the Starfleet that we can eventually get Worf. Is this going to be Worf's dad like kind of thing? You think he's Moog? I don't know. I'm Worf's dad. Oh. (laughs) Hi, Moog. (laughs) I've been under some significant cover for a long time. Um, Yeah, I I don't know. Um, It's it's hard to... I've seen more episodes than just these. So it's hard to... Keep mum. Yeah. I, I I get that's I I I think that's the part of the show that I just can't get into at this point. Um, I did I did think it was funny because one of the one characters I did enjoy uh, on the new Discovery ship is now dead, and it's just <laughs> it's a character that Steven really w- wanted to be dead. She's, she's a poop monster. <laughs> in in topic of talking about shitbag people. Yeah, that's her. <laughs> she's one of them. Yeah, I, I mean, I think she's getting a bad rap because she is all about tactics, and this is a ship doesn't about... understand science. No, but, but she also made a terrible tactical decision. She there. did make a te- terrible tactical decision, but she was also being pressured by her captain, Captain Lorca, to get something going. She like, like, okay, this okay. new weapon needed to be made. I don't like Lorca. I don't like Lorca either. I think, he's but a that's also person. because that's also because I don't like Statham. Jace, Jason a- Isaacs. You don't like Anthony Rapp, Rapp, yeah, Rapp's character? His, his lieutenant character. Like, it's so in misplaced. Space, no one can hear you drop shade as much as this guy. <laughs> yeah. He is so snarky everywhere he goes. Well, if you understood how science works, maybe you'd understand, Captain. Know your place. And you, you don't run the science, man. Chain of command. But see, yeah, chain of command is a big one. But that's also like another thing is the is his character. Is one of the is one of the, is another one of the characters that's constantly giving uh, crap to Burnham's character. Yeah, and everybody can hate Burnham. That's fine. Like you, you hate her because she she started this war and she got all these people killed. But you do know she is one of the smartest people in Starfleet. Yeah, you I can't like sit there and fault. Fact. Yeah, you can't fault her and be like, oh no, how would you know anything about this? This is science. It's like. You do understand. I literally wrote that textbook. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you wouldn't understand science. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you want to talk about science? <laughs> that that's the that's one of the things that just doesn't it it doesn't click for me. Like I don't understand where uh, these side characters' motivations are because they don't seem they seem to all know about her, but then not know do, about her. Do you think that it's you were saying that um, the one guy, the one uh, security officer that she was being the way that she was because of the pressure from Lorca. Do you think that essentially could apply to everyone to logic away these these bad these bad behaviors? The, the snark that he's giving off is not something well, that I mean just in general because she basically every time that someone gets mad at her, it's her kind of like being in their business. When up to now they've all been basically masters of their own domain for each of those things. Maybe. I, I I could I could 
write it off that way but if this, need this to be. Is me stretching. Yeah. The only, <laughs> the only person that, and I might have missed something that wasn't directly like that, was what's his face, the fish guy. Saru. Oh, Saru. Yeah, yeah, Saru with uh, the the danger boners. Well, he has a he has, he has a real reason to dislike her. Yeah, yeah he's from even, the last ship. But even then, like he wasn't nearly as shady or anything like that. Like he was like, I respect you as a person, and I think that's but why I hate you. I think that's because he was on that yeah. ship with her. He was like, he's like, I I saw you. I know you're great at what you do. You just did one really stupid fucking thing. But I hate you. But I and I hate you for it. Like it, it makes sense. He doesn't, he doesn't not even I, I, I hate you because he's like. I just don't trust you for it. Yeah, th- th- no, that's that's completely true. Like that, <laughs> and I hate you. And then he had the one, <laughs> the one shade line that he threw that Ian really loved was about uh, uh I'm gonna protect my captain much better than oh. you protected. Oh yours. yeah, I dabbed on that one. Like, <laughs> just like oof, got him. Dab on him one time. Like press F to pay respect. <laughs> I, how many more boom roasted memes do we need off of that one? Because you got her. She done. It, it and that the Chris Tucker and Craig from Friday are like, damn. damn. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, you're, you're right there. So the, the peak on the audio recording for that part right there. <laughs> this is going to be this is gonna be an amazing episode. Uh, uh, in stereo, out. I hope. <laughs> and we hit a very nice uh, kind of harmony on I it. Know, it, did. it was It was pretty incredible. It tickled yeah. me on the inside. Ooh. Call, call him Elmo. <laughs> Based off of this, would you watch this show? With friends, yes. By myself, nah. <laughs> it's not something that I would actively seek out. If I was going to hang out in Mystery Science Theater the hell out of this with some people, I'm into it. They give you plenty of time. They, they basically give you breaks every time the Klingons oh, talk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. Every time the Klingons talk. So am I supposed to learn the language by the end of this? Is, are, they, are they like hooked on Klingon phonicsing me right now? And it's always such long parts of dialogue. You and know? they're never talking about anything casual. It's always like, ah, oh, our political system. It's never like, hey, man, you want to grab play a pizza? Frisbee in the Klingon Empire, though. They should, though. Hey, man, <laughs> uh, we're going to hit Ultimate down on the quad later. Like, you down, T-Bone's yeah. bringing the disc. <laughs> I know you guys got this thing going on. <laughs> they're definitely doing propaganda because they repeat a lot of the same phrases, like remain Klingon or whatever, yeah. or yeah. Klingon forever. Right. Yeah, so, like, I'm guessing, like, those are the ones that they're trying to get people to, like, put on T-shirts or something or make I think. I think they patches and I stuff. They, I mean, I, I would, at this point, for the memes, have a Klingon forever patch, <laughs> but I don't think that I could ever live into that. No. That's, that's way <laughs> too much pressure. Someone's going to be like, yeah, dude. And they're just going to be like, mm. and they're going to like, the rattle. records were sick. And you'd be like, what? And I'm going to be like, <laughs> yes. It's like, remember Kronos. <laughs> <laughs> remember, I, I never forget. Every day I think about Kronos. <laughs> Twice even. Yes. <laughs> yeah, man. Like he was an awful person. Why do you think about him? Because you just told me to remember him. <laughs> remember the lesson. I missed that day of class. <laughs> Can I borrow your notes? <laughs> uh, well, okay. There is a. There was a big political coup that happened on the Klingon ship at this point. The this dude from the other ship came over and was like, hey, I'm bowing down to you, albino Klingon, and you're cool, and I'm glad that they gave you the torchbearer title. And he's like, no, dude, you're you're here. You're Klingon. You don't need to bow to me. Only people outside of our race need to bow to me and stuff like that. And then he's like, cool, awesome, I'm here. And he's like, all right. And then he goes off to grab something from the other ship. He comes back. He's like, I took over your shit. <laughs> yeah, he's basically like, listen, I brought sandwiches, and they just fucking lined up <laughs> so i feel like this is where they were trying to be like 
this is the schism in the Klingon Christianity, where it's like you're gonna have people that are like. Hey man, this albino guy is really cool. And then you're gonna have the other people be like, "This dude brought sandwiches, though." <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that's an oversimplification of things. But isn't that kind of like uh, like Judaism and Christianity? Uh, like basic, basically, for Judaism, like they're like, it, no, Jesus wasn't the dude that we've been waiting for. And there's a couple other things. Yeah. It, it happened multiple times throughout history. Yeah. But like, that's why we have a couple like the the English. Catholic Church and he, stuff he like that. Because he just he was like, I make a church to divorce my wife. <laughs> but yeah, oh, yeah, no, I mean like that that's like a huge thing. So like if uh you're all waiting for the savior person, and it was actually explored in other episodes of Star Trek where Klingons were waiting for some kind of savior person mm-hmm. and it didn't they some people were just like, No, it's not my hashtag not, not my Klingon Jesus. <laughs> not my Messiah. Not my Klingon Jesus. Like and then it just I don't know. I I it's a little bit of a retread thing for me. Yeah. But I don't know how I feel. I it's mean, a no from me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so, I mean, look, I once again, it's just it's it was a weird turn like in the middle of that episode for this Klingon character that we're supposed to be caring about, I guess, at this point. Uh Burnham is made by Lorca into a non enlisted crew member she got like a battlefield commission yeah and that's another thing for a ship that was initially made for being a exploration ship is now being turned into a um battleship uh the captain is a very worn like war uh enthused he's very captain yes like Like, all the other captains are usually like hey we're out here to explore we're trying to find new things like and he you has think a very that's weird physical flaw that he can't stand bright light. Yeah. yeah. That was really bizarre. Like, is that going to be a thing that, that comes back later? Is that a Chekhov's gun kind of thing? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. Thank you. Well, spoilers, <laughs> man. No, dude. It's it's uh, so fucking telegraphed. Yeah, it is. It has to be. <laughs> it's it, it's it, telegraphed, but I will still throw the, the spoilers flag on this dude, one. It's just every time, like, this whole show has a problem with, like, Listen, this is me, and these are my motivations. I'm turned away from the camera, and I'm telling a serious story right now, and you better fucking remember it, because it's going to come up 30 minutes from now. Well, that, I mean, that's the, that's the thing with Star Trek. It's not supposed to be a mystery box show. It's yeah. supposed to be, this is what's happening in this episode. We're gonna, It's going to play out, and then there might be overarching storyline. That was before JJ and Bad Robot got their grubby mitts all over it, though. See, there's would, no mystery box here. I would prefer if it was still just like, hey, man. We're out here gallivanting through space. Yeah. Yeah. Am I going to get some sort of space chlamydia this time? (laughs) You can get that serious. I mean, you kind of got Riker beard going there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You got to wrap it before you tap it, my friend. Hey, man, you got to space wrap it before you space tap it. I was going to say, you better have some industrial latex on you. (laughs) Uh, What about the... Never mind. Pincers. What about the the, the alien races that are allergic to latex? That's just just bad Well, that's how you find out. Ladies, uh, you're definitely breaking that prime directive now. I was gonna say that there's some first contact joke in here. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what, they'll, that's what they'll, they'll call their Trojan brand. First contact. contact. Only if she says yes. <laughs> I mean, that's a valid point to make. <clears throat> so, we we out here trying to make a good impression for mm-hmm. humanity. Yeah. So mind yourself. That's right. We come and that was peace. also explored in previous ex- twice. Uh, That's true. Star Trek episode. That's true. <laughs> All right. So now I'm going to talk about the the true star of this show. You know, on a side note, kind of going back to the whole dick pic conversation of earlier, you think that when Hollywood, 
when hologram technology gets to be as good as Star Trek, like we see in this show. I mean, is that going to be the next thing? We're going to have just holographic penises just flopping out at you? Yeah. Please? Can, can, can you do, like, like essentially a glamour holograph? and just make things bigger or so that the I mean, it'd be great if you could have filters, know. too. I mean, oh, yeah, good. like some magnification on there. I mean, I'm, I'm for it. I just, I just feel like you can Photoshop a thing as much as you want. But when it really comes down to it, that's the thing that at some point in time or another you have to put to work and show. And it's going to be disappointing. It's like you meet your ten, you like you're the person you've been talking to on Tinder for a while, uh-huh. and suddenly like, oh, there's no Instagram filters. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh-huh. what happened? That, that's why the the response of okay, show your work. <laughs> see, I've had the opposite problem. I figure if I start from there, it, it sets up an expectation, but then they see the rest of me, and they're like, oh. <laughs> I mean, or you could you could uh, play the opposite card. You could start out really tiny. And that way you can show up and be like, I lied. <laughs> <laughs> the old switcheroo. Hi. <laughs> so, we both say hi. So we were Star saying Trek. about Star Trek Discovery. Oh, Star oh, Trek. <laughs> yes, yes. We waited. This is, I think this is how it's going to be every week. There now. was a monster in this episode. <laughs> yeah, there was. Uh, <laughs> it was a monster. It was a tardigrade. And it, did, it didn't uh, bring up his hackles. And it he didn't was, bring up his hackles. His, he was a his, big old squishy boy. His stress genitalia? No. His <laughs> his uh his threat ganglia. Thank yeah. you. Threat ganglia. I just got here. <laughs> Come on. They didn't have those in the first two episodes. I like stress I genitalia think- though. Did they? they popped up. They just didn't give them. They the didn't name, name them. My they bad. were just like, "Oh, Doug Jones got some weird shit going on with his neck. He's got a party in the back." <laughs> I like, I like the silhouette of that makeup on that character so much more with the that ganglia, ganglia with, with him exposed. Yes, because it just gives him a more like I don't know. He looks more distinguished. You know, he reminds me of Zoidberg when he gets turned on and he Dude, gets that fit. That's, that's the immediate joke. <laughs> I'm going for a scuttle. Yeah. Young lady, would like a sandwich, please. Hey, 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 I am the doctor here. I feel like we have most of our opinions on these episodes down right now. Well, I, the one last thing I wanted to bring up is the... the 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 new the true star for this show for me is is I'm Cadet sorry. Tilly. Oh, it's Tilly, really? Yes, she's a very pretty lady. I like. Her and I like put her hair down. I like. I like her awkwardness. Like she, she's the most genuine actor. Of yes, all of them, yes. Sure. So like when she has those her lines where she's just like, ah, kind of thing. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, that's that's perfect. Like, how could someone like that make it through all of Starfleet and now is in a <laughs> Spaceship in the middle of space. Standardized testing will get you anywhere. <laughs> did, did she have to go through the who's a what's it Maru? The, the, the Kobayashi. Yeah, Maru? was she part of the crew? For, I think for only the, captains. Yeah, have only to do captains. That. But yeah. don't they have a crew with them? Like, is there? I don't think she was there for that day. But I'm saying, like, she <laughs> would have had to do something. Yeah, but well, like, someone would have had to have picked her to be on their crew. Yeah, but. I don't know. This I'm was, trying to was, remember. This was a science vessel before. Touche. And Touché. she is she is technically still a cadet, right? So mm-hmm. wouldn't she still have? Oh, to so go, she's she like might still intern. have to go back and take that test. So she's like an intern. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's, she's, she's doing work study hours. Maybe she just yeah. won some contest and be like, "Hey, you want to go on a starship? <laughs> was it the, was ticket? it the Flossed in Paradise yeah, contest? The croquet contest? The croquet. Yeah. <laughs> the croquettes. Uh, she she is a good character, really. She really really is. Um, I th- I believe that she's one of the main characters that those um, short treks follow. 
Oh, that, that makes sense. sense. That makes that and, makes absolute sense. Now, um, should we talk about the random little details that they may or may not explain later on, but just completely baffled us? Like they have breath activated doors now. Yeah. What is that? I don't understand it. We just breathe on this really quick. Yeah, why Why instead of retinal? Why instead of handprint? Why instead of biometrics are we going to go really with Really anything breath? else. Yeah, and Stephen made a really good point. What happens if one day you have a cavity? Yeah, it's going to change everything. Or you you even said you ate a whole like onion that day. Yeah. Uh, you know, or, well, I think I think those ones they could scan for. That's the thing. Ah. I think those things they would be okay for because they have like these the all of the food things that you've eaten that day would have probably come from the, the replicator, replicator. Yeah, so they'd right. have it on file, you know. Okay, but like a unless cavity. you stole food from someone else, I ain't about that replicator. <laughs> I'm, I'm but a, we did I'm get to see the inside cowboy. of something being replicated. Yeah, that was cool. That, that was, was cool. actually a really cool scene. And Before it would just look like something was kind of like being beamed there in the like the next generation. Yeah, <laughs> but now that was kind of cool. You see, like the atoms kind of fusing together and like becoming material. Like that was really neat. At first, we thought it was like is this some kind of shit happening in space? Like terraforming. Yeah, like some like planetary yeah. level. That, that one to me was the. Um, the other thing where when I saw the, the the tardigrade in the previous one and then that episode began I was like ah, we're doing things with small and big Ooh. Yeah. so if that's how the replicator makes things I don't trust any of the food that comes out of that nonsense oh, food, the food looks great it, it looks great but like what is it made of Space oh, just atoms yeah, yeah. carbon well, and I mean other everything's materials. just atoms and carbon and you material. had an impossible burger how I did that? it was in, it was interesting and I loved it <laughs> yeah. and I want seven more not made with meat not made with meat <laughs> it's, it's got me thinking about a lot of stuff but back to the replicator thing I mean I'm a soon, whole foods kind of boy <laughs> pretty soon you're gonna have 3d printers that just use like that pink goo for like chicken nuggets and they'll Sounds make you awesome. like a steak or whatever hey, you want in whatever I'm shape you want for it yeah, so what were some of the other little things that you, you wanted to talk about? Uh, also, like, what the hell is the tardigrade thing? Like, it eats the mushrooms. And why do the ships run on mushrooms? Yeah, they run on spores. That's yeah, the spores like, from it. Well, They're using it, the spores this, to access. Yeah, so the, the spores themselves... To me, this this it reminded me of Avatar. And the whole That's fucking... The whole, like... Unobtainium. Yeah, the, 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 the branches and the roots connect from one thing to the next and connects us all. So then these spores then connect you to other places in the in the, in the galaxy they're, and you can travel to those places. They're almost getting a little metaphysical there too mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they're saying like these spores <laughs> being at some kind of like microscopic level are in tune with the quantum fields of the universe. Right. And the tardigrade... <laughs> Can connect to it like it's got a a, a supercomputer navigation system uh, okay. in its brain. So the line of, like the whole thing where they're talking about like, um, I I know physics. You're just biology. Aren't they the same? No, they are not. <laughs> at a quantum level, they are. Okay, get out of here. At a quantum level, everything is the I same. Mean, get <laughs> out of here, Pym particles. We're not talking about you right now. Chemistry and biology, you could make the argument. You, you yes, could. yes. But biology and physics, no. <laughs> Excuse you. One is life science. The other is regular science. <laughs> science. They're both science, sure. So, but when, damn. When she was in that containment unit or whatever, and the spores were flying around, was she actually traveling to those places? I don't. That's one of my That's biggest some issues. Weird hallucinogenic. She couldn't, she couldn't have been. They could. They couldn't get a huge like distance traveled. Right. No. They they couldn't do that. So was he just beaming in some holograms around her while like, I mean, hey, I'm gonna fuck with he your was mind just here? Her a really, was he really gaslighting good demo. her? Gaslighting her? 
No, this was actually um, what they're going to be presenting at uh, CES next year. Nice. Oh, yeah, shit. they're actually taking that to. It's going to be their floor well, model. Hololens got nuts. Yeah, <laughs> and they're going to be down there like, hey, you want to go on an adventure? And everybody's going to line up. You got no. You got to report those people. That's 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 a. Uh, not sound like a good speech to get from someone anywhere. You want to go on an adventure? <laughs> it's, it's it's like when they show you at CES that they're gonna have uh you know like live game footage, but it turns out to be pre-rendered because like mm. oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, aliens, yeah. Colonial Marines again. Yeah, okay, <laughs> that's all it is right there. Is like he wasn't actually going there. This is just a, how it could look when it works. Yeah, because as we could see, it's not quite perfected yet. As that's we true. could see, we ended up in a sun. That's not Corvin 2. That's yeah. not where I parked my car. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. That is not Corvin And then, two. yeah, they, they use the technology to, to save a uh, colony that's That they don't even the save. Of, well, no, they, 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 they saved They, they get rid of the, the, the bad guys. The warbirds. The yeah, they were doing the bad stuff. Yeah, but... Did they go back to like make sure that people were good? No, no they, they sent true. a message. They that just they just go. stopped the attack. But Ooh. I was concerned with all that raining debris of all that ship. Yeah, or crashing. the fact that the their shields had already fallen and they yeah. were already firing on them. Like, what's to bring? What's to prevent more Klingon like bird ships from coming in and being like caca lasers? <laughs> like that's not a thing. I mean. I think it was just that everyone else was so far out. They could probably get normal ships there in time, though. <laughs> but, like, dang. I, my, my issue with that one is that they said, let's send them a message that they won't forget. So they destroyed these ships. None of those ships are left alive. No. Who? No one's taking that message anywhere, Lorca. No. Unless, Lorca. Unless they have, like, real-time, like... Uh, like cloud stuff so that their their black box is uploaded <laughs> to the cloud every second. They had a video feed that was recording everything. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to start it right now. Um, hashtag Lorca is garbage. <laughs> L- no, Lorca's bad. Hashtag mutiny again. You just don't like <laughs> Lord Malfoy. That's the Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, this, this is a thing, an issue you have with Alex. Exactly. No, he has a friend that, it that we like all call Malfoy because he looks. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, talking about uh, Mr. Malfoy, uh, Malfoy Senior, Lucius Malfoy. Yeah, Lucius Malfoy. I, I enjoy him. He's a good actor. Yeah, I enjoyed him in the Harry Potter movies. I was intrigued to see him here. I think he's made some pretty interesting character decisions. But like as it stands, I just don't like the character. He's hyper, like he's way too aggro for what Starfleet stands for. He really for. is, and he's just like, I want the war. So that makes me wonder. Like, I, I think I was trying to bring this up earlier. Is is he a holdover from like what the like what it was before Starfleet, before the 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 mission of going out to explore? Is he like a a military guy? I think he's definitely that. I think he's a person who, like, when he was a kid, he read stuff about like those like early captains your archers and stuff like that those like space cowboys you know uh-huh the only good uh, bug is a dead bug that's right <laughs> <laughs> and then like uh he aged into being able to finally do this and then it's like oh they're they're all science ships now that's that's great for me awesome i think and this that'd is be his so chance. much cooler this is his chance and so, yeah he's like oh no there's a war no we need to fight he probably this watches war. john wayne movies with Statham <laughs> while listening to their beatles cover band you feeling lucky bunk <laughs> Yeah, so the the Beatles cover band line was also kind of an interesting one. Uh, yeah, I, I, I but the, that's the thing that uh, no one's going to talk about the Elon Musk reference. It's a, the we, Beatles reference. Yeah, but he's a scientist. Like we still talk he's about. An we talk about Isaac Newton point. now and I, kind of stuff like that. Isaac, Isaac they Newton also made is. a reference to Hawking radiation, which I thought was kind of neat. 
I didn't catch that one. Yeah. I mean, like, well played. You did a little bit of research to talk about science in Star Trek. (laughs) But it's also like, I mean, in the the J.J. Abrams movies, they bring in the the Beastie Boys songs, you know? Uh, So to me, it's I I just find it weird and they they do that because we don't go. I don't know. Well, it's hard to make up a band with a brand new song that sounds like something from 200 years in the future. So just uh, have you seen Rick and Morty? There you go. Just Gotta just yell out weird <laughs> shit, and that, that everybody accepts it. Man, gotta get swifty. <laughs> I mean, look at look at Batman Beyond and and uh, like things like the Shway. You know, Shway became a thing, and uh, my, my buddy Malfoy actually says Shway. Yeah. I still, I still say Young Justice. I reference it like that's so crash. I, crash, whelmed. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling super whelmed. I'm super super yeah, whelmed no, right uh, now. When I'm when I'm not feeling well, I even tell my You're wife. Feeling the mode? Yeah. I, she's like, "How are you today? I'm feeling the mode pretty hard today. I'm feeling the mode." Yeah. And she asked me a few times, "What does that mean?" And now she understands. <laughs> she herself does not say it because she thinks it's dumb. <laughs> And I'm like, you just don't get me. <laughs> you don't even know what we're married. You don't even know my real name. You're not my real dad. Get out of here. Wait, she's not Barbara? That's weird. No, that's, I don't know, man. Okay. Um, I'm not grounded. You're I think grounded. we're done talking about this episode. <laughs> I would agree. We might have been done a couple of minutes ago. <laughs> but it, it's been great having you here, Ian. <laughs> I love being here every single time. I always feel like I am less than conducive to conversation. No, but it's a good time perfect. being it's, here. Yes, it is always a good time. Um, <laughs> now you and uh, Stephen do a uh, we do a few things. A few things. You, so why don't you guys go ahead and just all right? If you guys like Star Trek, boy, do I have good news! Oh, for you. <laughs> oh man, do you like flying by the seat of your pants? Do you like half cocked plans that go off with every hitch that they could possibly have? Well, then you'd probably like Firefly, and you should watch that, Steven. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. No. Oof. Uh, no, so we play in a... Well, let's start with the it's, main it's, channel. It's, it's space, it's space, so we play Space D&D on yeah, twitch.tv so. slash jbrews. J-B-R-E-W-S. It's yes. a great time on Thursdays. On Thursdays at 7 o'clock Mountain Arizona Day. time, so Mountain Time. Just find us on Twitter. Yeah. Where? Uh, that would be... No, Mod20. Oh, yeah. That would be mod, at Mod20Gaming on Twitter. I could I had to think about which Twitter I was on for a second. I have so many. Um, also, over on Mod20Gaming, we do a lot of stuff, Stephen and I. Uh, Monday, we hang out, and he does art, and I make really bad jokes. And nah, <clears throat> Best kind jokes. of jokes. I mean, if, if you like my jokes here, you'll like my jokes there. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then um, on that same channel, uh, you can find out the schedule for the mod, the Jaybrew stuff, mm-hmm. as well as the Mod Twenty stuff, which is just normal D and D. Yeah, just regular D and D. You can also find uh, some shout outs and scheduling stuff for uh, Sid for her her channel over on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash tenspeed t e n s p d. Also, twitch.tv slash mod twenty gaming is our home channel. That's our kind of our our main brand. M O D two zero gaming. And it, if none of those things stick with you, just find Twitter. Just find Twitter. <laughs> it's also that. your same name on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. Mod 20 Gaming. At Mod 20 Gaming on everything. Everything. Yeah. Across the board. Across the board. If it if it can be searched, you can get it. Um, no, if it can be searched, it's on the merch. Ooh, <laughs> I like that. Um, also, our YouTube, if you want to get caught up with anything we're doing, check it out. Uh, we don't have enough subscribers for a custom URL yet, but maybe we can turn that around so we can be youtube.com slash mod20gaming. But <clears throat> who knows? Maybe I'll just make a bunch of bot accounts. 
There you go. Uh, if you want to talk to me on Twitter, I'm at Mitchipedia GEM. GEM stands for Geek Elite Media. Dan, er, Dan. John is also on Twitter as. I am at Magic Bollocks. And please tweet at me. Are you excited for a future involving hologram dick pics? Oh, I, I'm <laughs> tweeting at you right now. <laughs> Let's get to the real questions here. I mean, with a username like Magic Bollocks, of course it's going to be about dick pics. And hashtag holodicks. That's right. Yeah, hashtag you hashtag use hashtag holodicks so he can find you. I mean, Ho- I, feel, I feel. <laughs> I feel like, I mean, holodicks people are going to be going holodicks. down there looking for hollow decks, and then they're going to mistype <laughs> it and put hollow dicks. And, and he's oh just no. going to be like, look at these three-dimensional wieners. <laughs> I don't know why I made this big I, gesture. Nobody I, out there can see what no, I'm doing. No, they can't see that. They're going to start off as wireframes, but they'll get textures. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like those set, that set of words. <laughs> it's very textured. Un- that makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> Uh, the rest of Geekly Media is on Twitter as at Geekly Media, at Geekly Media on Instagram and Facebook.com for sh- forward, sla- forward slash Geekly Media is our Facebook page. I am tired. <laughs> Check, out- Media. Check out other archived episodes of our podcast <laughs> <laughs> and other podcasts on the Geekly Media Network on our website, geeklymedia.com. But until next time, this is the Geeks Watch on the Geek Elite Media Network saying, always remember to geek out. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program. This podcast has been brought to you by Cuts by Candice. Candice Kiss is a hairstylist that listens to your needs and will work with you to get the right look for you. With 18 years of experience, Candice is the premier stylist that I trust with my look. And right now, if you mention this ad when you make an appointment from now until the end of February 2019 and give our promo code GEEKOUT, you will get 10% off your hair services. Follow Cuts by Candice on Facebook and Cuts underscore Candice on Instagram and start looking the best you you can.